Well, Bernie, welcome to another Tubal Golf Show. They said it wouldn't last, Dan. Well, this is episode two, Bernie. Exactly. And so. we're here again. Talking Ryder Cup this week, a number yeah. of things to get through. It is the hot topic. One of the biggest hot topics is probably the picks of the Ryder Cup. 100%, Dan. It's made more... Um, it's made more controversial with the whole live tour and players playing on different tours now and eligibility and being picked for the Ryder Cup depending on where you play seems to be a theme for me. Do you think, so this is a massive question, okay? okay do you think six captains picks is just too much? It gives the captain a lot of freedom and a lot of versatility. He can pair people up. He can bring in people that he'd want in the team. I think in the past when there's less choice, I know the Americans were first to add extra picks and then it was the Europeans suddenly decided that that was a good idea as well, that in the past they might have had players on the team that they didn't particularly want as a captain. Players they probably didn't think were good enough that wouldn't blend as a team and there'd be players that are slightly out of form that they'd probably want in the team for various reasons. So I do yep. think it gives them a lot more variety and variation. But the captain now is a, is a, plays a bigger part in the overall result and match, I believe. Okay. What do you well, think? I, I would like to have seen that maybe at four. You think picking half the team Between, is too many? I think picking half the team is possibly too much. Yeah. I think... If it was between, well, I would say between three and four. I think that would be a little bit more of a, um, I, think it would, I, would, I think it would open up less opportunity for this controversial talk about who should be in, who should be in, who shouldn't be in. Yeah. I think that's where I would sit with it. I yeah. think qualifying for the Ryder Cup is extremely important. Yeah. And I think it gives those players as well from a uh, confidence point of view, um, the the opportunity to go into that to that event knowing that they've qualified for their space rather than deserve to be on it rather deserve than to be on it picked and been a, maybe a friend of a captain particularly but but also you got to think any time a media get involved and start talking about maybe a player that's not necessarily in form and we'll come on to maybe some of those in just a moment but players that maybe are coming into the Ryder Cup maybe not in form but also players that are friends of the captain yeah potential or have been picked because of experience or whatever it is, yeah. it, it, the media can jump on that and therefore it can create, I think, maybe a little bit of extra pressure for that player going into the event. I would say being a wild card or a captain's pick, as you might say, would, be, would bring extra pressure because you haven't necessarily earned your spot in that team. So in the past, if you were, if you were a pick... I mean, I guess some of the players would would have so much confidence they'd feel like they deserve to be there and should have been there. Yeah. And they might have missed out for a, for a couple of different reasons. But being a captain's pick would bring its own pressure, I believe, on its own. Well, let's start with the American team, shall we? Yeah. If I just read out the, the players that are in the, in the team, okay. you've got Sam Burns, Patrick Cantley, Wyndham Clark, Ricky Fowler, Brian Harmon, Open Champion, Max Homer, Brooks Kepka, Liv. Uh, Colin Marikawa, uh, Xander Schofle, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas. Any of those players do you feel maybe didn't deserve the spot? It's a, it's the, I reckon the American team is 
slightly easier for me to pick and slightly less controversial than what the European team is, mainly because there's a lot of world-class golfers in there who I believe deserve to be in there. Yeah. And it's a bit of personal preference, one over the other. It's 50-50 for me. Um, I would say every single one of those players is strong. I would say every single one of those players would have a massive shout for being in the Ryder Cup team. And that is a strong, strong side, in my opinion, on paper. Yeah. Thankfully, the Ryder Cup is played on grass, not paper. Not paper, correct. Well, what about I, yourself? I, I Does actually, anyone stand no, out? No, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think that all of these players are deserved of a spot in, yeah. in that Ryder Cup team. I think there's a really good blend as well. You've got some really good ball strikers. Yeah. Um, some world-class ball strikers. You've got some great home players. You've got some good drivers of the ball. You've yep. got some guys who hold the world, like Brian Harmon. Um, and you've got some guys who, you know, the attitude and the fighting spirit, they they never know when they're beaten, like Spieth. And, yep. you know, and I can already see some really strong pairs there, as well as a strong singles push on the Sunday. OK, well, then let's ask the next question then. If there's... All those team, those players in that team yep. deserve that spot. Are there any that are sat out of the oh. Ryder Cup team that also deserved a spot and put um, Captain Zach Johnson in a very awkward position? Yeah. Who would you say? A hundred percent. I mean, they've got so much strength and depth, as we mentioned on the previous podcast. But, yeah. I mean, if Brooks kept... Um, sorry, Brooks is in there. If Bryson DeChambeau was still a PGA Tour member, then he would, would I would have thought, would have qualified on performances and on levels of golf. But I can see the reason he's not picked is because yep. it would be quite dis- um, divisive having him in the team because he's a he's a bit of a Marmite character, isn't he? He's loved or hate, hated. Why rock the boat when you've got that strength in depth to pick him yep. would be, for me, a massive gamble. Okay. The one player that... Well, well there's, there's two other players that I've got off the PGA Tour, but uh, yep. maybe you'll jump in as well. But the one that jumps out to me is Tony Fino. Yeah, I mean, he's a major champion. He's Major champion? Is he won the major? Yeah, US what Open. He... No, you don't think he has? No, maybe he's not a major champion. I'm sure he was. He's not won a major. <laughs> no, but, but he's gonna... oh, I tell no. you what, he was very close to winning play... a major, Bernie. So if you play this in two years' time, he would have won a major. <laughs> oh, good thinking, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, Tony, but... Tony Fina has won six times on the PGA Okay, tour. so he's not as prolific as I thought. So I would say... Prob... But he's had a good year. He's won some tournaments this year. Yeah, but what does he deserve to be in there ahead of... Some of the guys that are in there who are major champions, who are more informed than he is, who have qualified. So I'd say that's he probably would himself personally feel disappointed he's not in. Yeah. But does he deserve to be in there 100 percent? No. Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley. Now he's an interesting one because he's a he's a bit of a Bryson character, isn't he? He's not the most liked person on you tour. So? No, he's not. He's, there's there's stuff. Um, there's rumours and things in there that he's historic. not historic rumours and stuff. Um, same as Patrick Reed is another one that potentially you'd want him on your team. You wouldn't want him against you. Um, but do the Americans need those characters on their team? And I say, no, they don't. Well, I think we can both agree that actually the US team is looking very good. Very strong. Yeah. Very strong. Very strong. I think if Justin Thomas brings his game. I mean, he's... he's he, could um, rise, he could rise to the he's occasion. He's fortunate to be playing. Yeah. With current form over the last year. Yeah. Um, but then he forms good partnerships and he's friends with the likes of Fowler, yeah. Spieth um, and the younger guys. So he's a good a good partner and he's a world-class player out of form. OK, 
moving on yep. to the European team. Okay. Okay. So let's go with the guys that were that were the, that weren't picked. So Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah. Um, we've got these are the guys Tyrrell, picked. Yeah. Yeah. These are the guys. No, not picked. These are the guys that qualified. Yeah. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, Victor yep. Hovland, uh, Robert McIntyre, John Ram, and Rory McIlroy. Yep. And then the captain's picks are Sepp Stracker, Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, Nikolai Hoygaard, and uh, Ludwig Eberg. Yeah. How does that team... Oh, Tommy Fleetwood as Tommy well. Fleetwood, didn't, yeah. see him, didn't see him there. So okay. how does that team look to you? Okay, it, there's bits of it I really like. Yeah. I like the fact he's taken a risk and gone with a bit of youth, a bit of inexperience, but someone who's very hot who's recently turned professional, I think it was in June this year. Yeah. Uh, he won week before. Um, the Swedish guy, Aberg or yeah. Aberg. 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 yeah. Um, I like that because he is going to be, in my opinion, over the next four or five years, one of the best players in the world. So I like the fact he's getting early Ryder Cup experience. He's an on-form player. So I, lo- I really like that, that choice. So I like that. A couple of things I have issues with. Yep. Um, a couple of players that I believe ah oh, controversial, and I'm going to say it anyway. Say it anyway. That have been picked because they are friends with some of the a couple of the better players in the team, and okay. also Luke Donald's mates. Okay. Um, and I would have liked to have seen. Are you going to name and shame those individuals? Uh, I think people would already know who they are, but I mean. I would I would say that Shane Larry is very fortunate to be picked. Okay. I know he's a major champion. Yeah. But not in the great not in great form. Not had a great season. Sort of player that could rise to the occasion though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean he's I mean you can we're we're only speculating and obviously the proof is in the pudding and the event is going on in a few weeks' time, then we could yeah. be this could be proven completely wrong. But I mean, if I was Shane Larry, I'd feel very fortunate to be playing. I feel like I'd be playing because my, I'm mates with Roy McIlroy, and they're obviously going to form a partnership at some stage during the Ryder Cup. Okay. Um, Justin Rose, I know he's won in America. Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, which is a good one to win, but he's in the twilight of his career. Yep. He's early 40s, 42 or 43, I think he is. Is he going to play another Ryder Cup after this one? I would say it's doubtful. Okay. Because his form has deteriorated over the last four or five years. To a level, I mean, he was he was in the top two or three in the world not that long ago, and he's now sort of moving down at a rate. So I'd say it's probably his last Ryder Cup. Would I have liked to have seen another young player in there? Yes, I would personally. Yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with and that. I know who, but who who would come out of that well, team in I order mean, to re- be replaced by a younger player? Well, the, the the there's one man that stands out, isn't there? Cool. Polish lad. Moronk. Moronk. I mean, he's he's won on that course. He he's, won the title. He's won the title around that same course. So he's a, he's a past winner. He knows that course. He's got confidence around that course. He's yep. third on the um, DP. As it stands nap, right now. now. He's third. So he's, yep. he's in massive... He's won numerous tournaments. Yeah. He, he's playing some great golf. Yeah. Well, ha- there had to be a place for... In my opinion, there had to be a place for him in the side. And the easiest or the two of the places that were would have been available... For me, Justin Rose and Shane Lowry. Yeah, and I would agree with that because I think that um, looking at this side, yeah, what, what there about? is an opportunity there for for me. And I know you can't. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to. You still got to build a team for long term as well. Yeah. And I just look at 
Adrian Moronk, and I think get him in the team, yeah. get some experience under him, even if he doesn't have the best Ryder Cup. You, right. you know he's going to be there or thereabouts over the next 10 years or whatever yeah, yeah. in his career. So give, get him in there, get him some experience. On Probably, home soil. Not on, well, he's not on homes no, yeah, in Europe, Europe you mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, European, but, but he's a winner around that tour. Yeah. You know, so he's a good player. We know he, he can compete. But he's playing for, regularly in Europe, yeah. which is another key component. If you're over here, the courses are different. You know, it's a different it's a different style of game at times. Yeah. You've got other things you need to contend with. The ball doesn't go as far. We know that yeah. because in America it goes further. They play drop and stop, whereas you have to have more variety of shots, in my opinion, to play on the DP. Well, tour. Yeah. Why not? Why is he not playing? Well, I think he should be in there over Justin Rose. Me too. The other, the other one that I feel is a little bit lucky is um, Hoygaard. Hoygaard's lucky to get in. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah. Only from the fact. I mean, I've looked. I've done a bit more research on the the European side, and his. Okay, he's he's don't get me wrong. He's all great players. Yeah. Um, but his record's not particularly but that great. Yeah, well, he tied he tied fifth in the event that Adrian Moronk won. Yeah, but he's obviously not using that as criteria because there's no. a Adam Moronk in there. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, you know, and he could, be, he could become a Ryder Cup legend, for all I know. He could win all five games. Yeah. He could be something special, but I feel that of the people in the team, he's going to be the one that I'd be surprised if he plays more than singles and maybe gets a four-ball game. But that would be it, really. Yeah. Okay. So, what about what about yourself? Anyone else stand no, out? No, I, I I literally think of one player, and that is it. I literally yeah. think of that one player that I think could have gone in as a little bit more experience. I'm I'm gutted for him, really. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about him, but I I I'm gutted for him. We met him at the Open, didn't we? And um, I think he could have taken the spot of I think Justin Rose is he's a good player we all know Justin Rose is a good yeah. player he's like one of our favourites he's an English and English player yeah. you know, so he's one of our favourites but oh. I just think it's, it was an opportunity yeah. I don't think Justin Rose is like an extreme extremely better than Moronk certainly at this moment in time therefore yeah. what would have been the worst that could happen so. by putting him over Justin Rose so yeah. that's yeah. my that's your one... my thoughts on it anyway, yeah. from there it's all opinions isn't it I mean we're I bet there's, I bet there's people watching this now that are saying, well, I wouldn't have picked him and I'd have picked, you know, them instead. And it's all about opinions, isn't it? And hopefully it's a competitive Ryder Cup and that being on European soil, I mean, if you were, if you were Ryder Cup captain yeah. of the Europeans, so you're in Luke Donald's shoes now, which we've done a little bit of that by picking our side or a few changes we'd have made. Is there anything you'd do to, to really give us a home advantage? Well, I, I think you and I have just had the opportunity to play well, one of the one of the nicest and best golf courses in the world. Oh, 100%. Um, Le Golf National in just outside Paris. Yep. We've just been over and done our Ryder Cup special, which will go on to my channel. It was the home of the 2018 it was. Ryder Cup, if anybody... Where the Europeans dominated oh, the Americans, yeah. winning 17.5 to 10.5. And, and what yep. they did, and we had the opportunity to speak with Philippe, who was um, the director of golf or the general manager of the Golf National. He yeah. was there for the Ryder Cup, as was Laura, who was head of the um, marketing side of things. And he had the opportunity to spend, obviously, a lot of time with the captains. Yeah. And certainly um, Thomas Bjorn, I believe, was captain there. And what they did is they, the golf course was long, 
But what they did is they tightened it right up. And yeah. it was seriously, seriously tight for those guys. We played it in tight conditions. Yeah. That r- rough is thick because they're getting it ready for the um, French Open, which yeah. is going to be played around there in a couple of weeks after this goes if out. You, if you miss the fairway, I mean, a couple of times I was, I was literally a pace and a half of the fairway. Yeah. And I was literally getting a lofted wedge and popping it, it back, back onto play. the fairway because the lie yeah. wasn't good enough to advance it anymore. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, they'd have to do that for me. They'd have to pinch it in at certain areas. Yeah. To make it not all about hitting the bombing driver. Um, I mean, they will and know. slow the greens down. That's yeah, what I would do. Yeah, and they will know. But the problem you've got, though, Bernie, is that a lot of our team are playing on the USPGA. You know, they're yeah. very. It's very heavy on the USPGA side of things. There's not massive amounts of players that are playing full time on the European tour. Should we no, say DP World? True. So, yeah. but but they will know everything there is to know about the US team. So they will be looking at how far each player hits it. They'll be looking at the pinch point areas and it will be, it will be measured up, yeah. you, you know, the depth that they will go into to figure out how they'll gain that advantage. So pinch points, you're going to find players that they're going to have to take, try and take drivers out of play for yeah. lots of these players that are coming out from the US team and, and trying to get them into, into you know, fairway mm. woods or, or really making it tricky for them when it gets into their zone of hitting driver if they get it wrong. Yeah. So that's what I would expect to see. But I do like that, what you said about maybe making those greens just a fraction, fraction slower. slower. That was the main point I, I sort of got from the 2018. The yeah. greens were fractionally slower than they were used to. Yeah. Um, but they will measure. They will look at the weak shots for certain players. They yeah. will look at all the positives and negatives on strokes gained, things like that. Yeah. You know, you may see pin positions in certain spots that... You know, if, if a large proportion of the US team prefer to fade the ball than draw the ball, you may start to see those those pins in the left-hand side of the golf course. Yeah. You know, they they go into so much detail with these players. No stone is really left unturned when it comes right. to player v. player sort of thing, you know. So it'll be interesting. And, and on that note, Bernie, because I think this is like the... They're the, they're the unsung heroes, I call them. The unsung heroes of any Ryder Cup. Do we really know the vice captains and captains of the Ryder Cup this year. And I'm going to ask you to now flick on to the European um, yep. um, group of captains. And how many have you got in your team? So there's six captains and vice... Well, there's a captain and there's five vice captains. So the captain is obviously Luke Donald. Yep. Vice captain, Thomas Bjorn. So he's a past captain of the Ryder Cup, isn't he? he? Uh, Thomas Bjorn, yes. Yes, past captain. Uh, Nicholas... Uh, Nicholas... Colst, Colstars? Colstars, yeah. yeah. He's a former player, isn't he? Former I don't player. He's not been captain. No. Eduardo Molinari. Yeah. Again. Ryder Cup player maybe, for the... Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously it's in Italy, so that yeah. helps. He was a Ryder Cup player uh, at uh, Celtic Manor. Manor. Yeah, because he partnered his brother there, didn't he? He did. His brother is another captain, uh, Francesco Molinari. And then finally, Jose Maria Olafarbo, who has been a previous captain. Medina winner. Yeah. So you've got two captains captain. in there that have won. You've got a... And then the rest of one Ryder Cups. Yeah, and you've got two Italians in Italy, which is... Beautiful. Then moving over to the US team, their captain. So captain, obviously captain Zach Johnson. You've got Steve Stricker, who was the Ryder Cup captain that won last time Mm. in the US. You've got Davis Love III. You've got Jim Furyk. You've got Freddie Couples. And you've got Stuart Sink. Strong as well, isn't it? Yeah, e- extremely strong yeah. group there. So I've got something a little bit fun for you. 
Who was that would not win? fun with previous stuff? Yeah, that wasn't that much oh, okay. fun, though. Who would win the match if, let's say it was like it all came down to the end and it was like tied, and they said, right, we're, gonna, we're now going to send out the captains to go head-to-head to see who's going to win the Ryder Cup. Oh, um, that's a so, tricky one, isn't it? Luke Donald versus Zach Johnson. Okay. Who's winning that? It's a tricky one, isn't it? I would say... I'd go with Zach because I think he's still competing at a slightly higher level. I know Luke's still playing DP World Tour and he, he's done that for the main reason he wanted to see players. I would say Zach Johnson because he's still playing in major champions. He's playing the majors, isn't he? Slightly okay. more competitive, what do you think? I would actually, I would, like, I would like to say that at this moment in time, just looking at this through the second round of the uh, Irish Open, yeah. Luke Donald is... Uh, tied 29th in f- at four under par. Okay, so you're going so to... I'm, no, 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 I'm not. I'm going to give them a tie. Half. They're going to have half a half. Game. It's going to okay. be a battle to the end. I'm going Zach Johnson. You're going Zach Johnson? Three and two. Okay, three and two. <laughs> who's your second guy next to... Um, who's, who's on the on right, the right side? side? I've got Thomas Bjorn. Thomas Bjorn going up against Steve Stricker. Oof. Who's winning that? I'm going, I'm going Steve Stricker. I'm going Steve Stricker. And the reason I'm going for Steve Stricker is because he's still very competitive on the Champions, Champions Tour. Tour. Yeah. But also, um, Bjorn has been out of action for a while. Yeah. He's not been playing. He's, he's no. had some injuries. So he's, and he's uh, popped him a little bit of weight as well. Do you think so? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's let himself go a little bit. <laughs> and that's going to affect his game, I think. <laughs> right, he's not okay. going to get that rotation on the backswing. Okay, your third player, that, that um, middle left there. So I have got Nicholas Colsard. Nicholas Colsard's up against yeah. Davis Love third. Oh, that's definitely Nicholas is winning that. You think he's so? overpowering him. Overpowering Davis but, Love yeah, III. I, I mean, so. Davis Love III was he's a one of the long, longest Boy, players on tour for years. So Nicholas, um, what's happened to him recently anyway? Because he was a Ryder Cup player not that long ago. And a, Looks like a, a world, yeah. I, I'm with you though. I'm, I'm going, going, for, I'm going, I'm European. going Nicholas, that's, a, that's an easy win, that one. I'm going Nicholas Colson. Three, well. three and two. Three and two again. Yeah. There's a lot, of, lot, a lot, of, of lot of three and twos going on. <laughs> right, my next player, I've got Jim yeah. Furyk on the right hand side. Yeah. Who have you got? I've got Eduardo Molinari. Okay. <laughs> Where are you I'm going? going? Jim Furyk. I am as well. You going, Jim Furyk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. So then we've got Freddie Couples yeah. is up against on the left-hand side there. Francesco Molinari. Okay, Francesco yeah. Molinari wins that. Yeah, I'm going for that one as well. Okay, and then yeah. the final one I've got is Stuart Sink. Yeah, and I've got Jose Maria. Jose Maria, Stuart Sink wins that. Yeah, only because I wouldn't want Jose hitting it off the tee. Which you're not, you wouldn't really force him to if he could, No, Jose. if he could just drop his ball on the fairway, I'm going <laughs> Jose. Definitely. <laughs> So, I don't know what the result of that was then. No That's, idea. It was uh, carnage. It was carnage. carnage. But you said, I mean, we've pretty much tied up, haven't we? So, you're saying one, I'm saying a half there. Yeah. So, one, one all, two, two all, three and a half. I'm saying three and a half, two and a half. Yeah. You're saying, you're saying. Four two. Four two. We, we can't be wrong either. Do you know why? Because it'll never happen. It's never going to happen. They're <laughs> not playing each other. <laughs> I think that's quite good. I like that. I well, like I, um, that. There's a quick question on you. Probably won't even know the answers. So I don't even know why it's a question. Okay. But why do the Ryder Cup captains only do it for one year now? Or one event? Why don't they do it... Like in the past, you'd have like... People do it for two, three, or even four times. Why, why do they just do once and then pass it on? Why don't they, why don't they stay 
Like, if you win it, surely you'd want to defend it. Or, like, it all worked really well. Let's stay, keep him as captain. Like, you can't... There's no longevity, is there? There's no captain's longevity. It's like, it's a one... It's a one-off, isn't it? Why? Well, I don't, I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because I'm pretty sure Davis Love has done it twice. I'm pretty sure Davis Love has done it no, twice. No, I mean, they don't do it, what, recently no you, one's done it. Con- not back to back. Yeah, no one's done it consecutively. Recently, no, no, they? they haven't, no. Well, why? I don't understand no. why. Well, maybe now that Liv's kicked on, that probably they'll have to, because they'll run out of players. Because all the players are going over to Liv. Potentially, I mean, I, I just think that if you went to Luke Donald, right, you're doing it, we're, gonna, we're, giving you, we're giving you a six-year contract, you've got okay. the next three, you can build your team. Then I don't know, I just think, it, I just think a bit of longevity in the captaincy... Would be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they change every year. Don't know. Unless, but that's it, unless that's it's a, like an old boys club and they're just passing it around. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's what <laughs> they do. And uh, maybe when we, um, when the, obviously the Ryder Cup Brigade get to hear and see this podcast, that maybe they'll pop it down in the comments and yeah. tell us exactly what they think. So if you are watching Ryder Cup captains... And why do you have to be a past player to be captain? Because like in football, the former players don't always make good managers and some of the best managers in the world never played at a, a high level. I feel like you're um, my daughter asking me all these questions about general life. Answers. I don't have the answers. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that. I've been firing general questions like, all my I life. Love and... to, I would love to make it up, but there's so many people going to be watching and listening to this that yeah. they're just going to beat me down. So why? I, but why? I don't know. Why would, wh- because when... that's golf, isn't it? Golf has been like that for so long. It's, it's, as you say, it's a bit of an, I wouldn't old say boys. old boys club, but I'd say it's a boys club. Yeah. You know? That's what people. That's what the media yeah. is saying about the, the selection of of both teams. In some ways, they've both yeah. been said that it's a bit of a boys' club going on. You know, well, mates on mates, mates picking your mates. Well, I mean, I can only use it. my dad gave me an example when he was playing for Essex, um, and they were the best table tennis. Yeah, table tennis. They were yeah. the best at the time. They were the best county in um, in England, and he had dad was number one in England, and the number two played for Essex as well so he had one and two in England yeah. and they had like number five or six ranked in England who didn't get picked as a three man team didn't get picked yeah. and the guy that was like 73rd got picked and dad asked a selector why this guy wasn't playing and he said oh the other guy's playing because he's my mate there and you you'll win it doesn't matter who's your third player you're going to win there you go which, you, you, which, know, you know that as well as I do because we've been through you yeah. still play. You still play club golf. You yeah. still play. You know the the county stuff. in years gone by. Do you yeah. think that there's certain people that should have been in the team yeah, that 100%. weren't in the team? And uh, you know, so yeah, it's definitely. You know, it just it runs right the through, way through through sport. Yeah, I it? mean, it's in, it's probably improved over the years, but it's still there, isn't yeah. it? It's still there. Mm. So, a couple of other things that I want to mention. Yep. Tour school. Tour school. Yeah. So, James Ruth, as we're. Um, creating this uh, bit of content, James Ruth has just got through the first stage of tour school. Absolutely brilliant. Um, his first two rounds were steady. Yes. But not, he was sort of just on the, on the mark, wasn't he? Or just below the mark. And he said he needed a couple of good low rounds, which he's shown that he's world class and yep. has produced two back-to-back rounds, which have got him through, which is brilliant. Um, yep. James has all the ability in the world, as you've seen, and should have been, or I mean, has had a, a it was a European Tour then, wasn't it? European Tour card. Yeah. But he should be playing on the European Tour, in my opinion, or DP World Tour. And it's brilliant that he's still, still got the ability and still got the 
passion and the hunger to still try and get to the level where I feel like his golf deserves to be? Well, he shot rounds of uh, two under, past yeah. 71, shot 69, 69, so he's four under, thinking that he's got to pick up his pace, pace. because he was tied 31st, and yeah. I think it was top 20 get in. Yeah. So he had to pick his pace up from 38th to 31st, and then he got it going a little bit. He shot 66. Yeah, brilliant which has uh, got him to minus nine total, got his position up to tied 19th. So he's right on the number. Knocking on the door. Yeah. And then final round, another 66 to shoot Brilliant. 14 under total, which finished him in a tied position for sixth. That's awesome. Which qualified him through. So got off to a, a, a tough start, should we say, for his standards. But didn't standards. take himself out of the tournament, which, is, no. which shows his class. When I think, for, he, I think I read a couple of posts where he said his putt was a bit cold. A bit cold. So once he's got the, the flat stick... I mean, working. level par for him is going to be two under par, isn't it? Maybe three yeah, under par, depending on the par fives. Yeah. So, you know, to shoot for him around level par when he's not on his overly on his form, yeah. I think is pretty good. And then he just put his foot down when he needed to, and this is what James does. Yeah, brilliant. good players do, isn't it? Fingers, when needed. Fingers crossed he can secure Crack a on card, from there. Or even get a um, challenge tour one. Because I so, think you get some... Do you get some if you... Different yeah, places, yeah, you get cat, level, yeah. Once you get through, so yeah. what will happen now is he'll go. For, that's four rounds. Yeah. So there would have been two rounds and a cut, and then and then um, another two rounds, which he's done, gone yeah. through that. Now he'll go to what he calls second stage, yeah. which will be the same setup: two rounds cut, two rounds mm. to final oh, stage. Final. I thought yeah. straight into final now. Final stage, no. oh, which will be six rounds. Yeah. So it's fourteen rounds in total that you're going to have to go through to get your final it's a lot of tour golf, card. Isn't it? It's a lot of golf. A lot of pressurised um, golf as well. There's a lot of pressurised golf. Yeah. But players like James have been through tour school a couple of times now. He yeah, actually yeah, got his card Yeah, I know he had it. his card, yeah. Um, so that will be the journey that he has and is progressing on with. Brilliant. Some other good news or yeah. interesting news. My brother Paul has decided to go to tour school this year. Brilliant. So James has just been and obviously yeah. done it. He was down in Belgium. Paul is heading down to Moliette, which is in the south of France. Yeah which is where he won tour school a number of years ago. Beat, uh, beat I think, James Morrison, who's got his mm. tour card, work, uh, plays on the DP World Tour, yeah. got his tour card because uh, he, I think he beat him by shot and won that 18 under par shot around there. So is that first stage as well? First stage as well. Yeah. Now, the reason why Paul has gone for it um, this year, because he hasn't done it for a number of years, is obviously no. he's playing well yeah. because he won the PGA Championships this year. Yeah. He... Has just recently won a Order of Merit event for the region. So yeah. he feels like he's playing well enough. And also the biggest kicker for maybe a lot of these players, obviously Paul's now, what, 44? Yeah. So he's got another six, seven years before he gets on to the, before he has an opportunity to play on seniors tour. So maybe this yeah. is gaining experience for that again. Yeah. Just kind of gauge where you're at on yeah. that sort of level. But if you get your tour card... You are given a hundred and fifty thousand euros yeah. to help towards your season. Yeah. So the incentive now is massive, isn't it? That yeah. pay, that's going to pay for that's going to pay for every well, pay tournament. Pay for your year. Yeah. Pay for your year. And and I didn't know that that was the case. And back in the day when these boys were trying to qualify, was, and about where our good friend John Bickerton was smashing it around yeah. and doing all that he, mm. he they would not have been given any money no you know they had to get sponsors to get them covered oh. to cover all their expenses and then if they did well they would obviously earn enough from that to, to keep them going for year that's on brilliant, year really, isn't it? but 150k yeah that's not bad is it he, he needs to back himself more paul 
They might yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that, you know, it may be that the incentive of having that additional sort of prize fund for an incentive is, yeah. is, is giving him that kit. But he's he's good enough and he should be competing at the highest level, same as James, yeah. and he should be testing himself on those tours. Um, and if he's going to play on the, the Legends Tour or the Champions Tour, which I guess is the main aim, yeah. then he needs to be the next four or five years trying to get his card and playing at the highest level so that when he goes into that, those into the seniors, the over 50s, he's going to be at a stage where he feels ready for it and it's preparation for that because Paul is is fitter now than he was 20 years ago, eats better, looks after himself better, still completely dedicated and when he gets to 50, he's going to have an advantage over some of those guys with how fit and how healthy he is and how competitive he is. And Agreed. that's got to be the aim. If he gets his DP World Tour Cup, which he could do. Could do, yeah. Wouldn't surprise needs, you, would it? He needs 14 rounds of golf. He's put more than that together this yeah. year. Then absolutely brilliant. But if not, that experience he's gained yeah. from these from these type of events, playing against potential tour winners and all sorts, of, and getting on the playing the highest level you can, it's going yeah. to put him in brilliant brilliant position to then give that a real good go yeah i completely agree good opportunity for both of them and oh, let's hope 100%. let's hope they both um james is under 40, bounce their way late 30s yeah. late 30s yeah yeah so he's, still got time yeah plenty of time plenty of time he's actually yep. playing some of the best golf he's ever played really and you've fair. only got to look at people like harrington who's hitting the ball now further yep. in his 50s than he was in his 30s and 40s because technology the way things have advanced the way they look after themselves the fitness levels you can have so longevity in golf. You you're not finished when you're in your forties like you no. used to be. Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, you can be Bernard, You can be. A, I know it's an exception, but you can be a Bernard Langer, winning on these tours. At, you know, at any age really. Yeah, you really can. Well, that's the great thing I mean, about golf, isn't it? That's yeah. the great thing about golf is the the the, the longevity with it. Yeah, a hundred. You know, you even look at those players that we're talking about. Those captains, the captains of yeah. the Ryder Cup teams. You know, they're all very still very competitive individuals. Um, a few of them they're, wouldn't they're be out of place old. playing, would they? No, Let's be honest. If you I mean, shove one of them in there yeah. and put him in a different body, yeah. but his game, you'd be like, oh yeah, he should be a Ryder Cup couldn't player. Agree, couldn't agree more. And, and Freddie Couples is a prime example. He pegs it up every year in the Masters and he's there or thereabouts every year, isn't he? Yeah. It's only the first couple of rounds. Yeah. He's knocking on the door all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like a bit of a surprise if you don't see him on the leaderboard. Mm. You know, His so name always pops up there. His name it? always yeah. pops up there. But yeah. it just shows that how good the game of golf is and how, how long people can play it for. Why it's the best game in the world, Dan. Correct. Well said, Bernie. Well said that. Well, on that note, I think that is everything that we had to talk about with regards yep. to the Ryder Cup leading up to it. And uh, I thank you for your time and your input into yet another great two-ball golf show. No problem, Dan. Like, just keep the checks rolling in and I'll keep turning up. Yeah, absolutely right. Thanks for watching, everybody. And we'll see you all again in the next show. See you soon.